The big question is how to have it all. Today we're chatting with Jill Devine. After 20 years as an on-radio personality, she was inspired to create Two Kids in the Career podcast and give voice to complexities of raising a family, having a career, and simply just trying to keep it all together. So tune in into our conversation. You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging, but in 21st century, Financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Sherbunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses. Welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. Anna's here, and I am really excited for today's guest because I want to talk about a topic that is always, always on my mind, and I'm sure yours as well. But the question we're trying to answer here is how to have it all how to have a career that you love, the family that you can devote time to, a thriving business if you're a business owner, just like both of us here, how to have a healthy relationship with your significant other, and of course, the time for yourself. So first of all, Jill, welcome. I'm so excited for our conversation today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited too. Yeah. So well, Jill is a fellow podcaster that talks a lot about on her podcast that is called Two Kids in a Career of really how to tackle all of these questions. So I was really intrigued uh, when I came across her podcast and I thought, hmm, why not invite her over? So again, welcome. And I would love for you to start with sharing just a little, little bit about how you really decided to focus on this topic because it's um, it's quite a quite a bit, and um, I'm curious how you know how are you really doing it all? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing it all at all. I'm trying, um, but I think that that's what's so great, especially when I talk to people like you and others, that you find certain tips to maybe try to have it all. I mean, honestly, can you have it all? I don't know. I mean, that's a, I think that's a really great question. Maybe you can have it all in certain ways. Like one day you have it all in regard to your business and maybe one day you have it all in regard to self-care, um, tackling all those things at once. I don't, I don't really know, but I am able to learn from my guests and, and start writing things down and start recognizing certain things. And one of the great examples that I like to use is one of my guests. So my word for this year is self-care. And I have said several times on my podcast, like I have no idea what self-care looks like for me or what it actually means. Because I think so many times you will find a word that we want to focus on. And you think that that definition the definition is for everyone, but it's not. Self-care looks different for everybody. And so one of my guests said what she noticed what I was trying to do. I was trying to look at self-care as a whole. And she said, what you need to look at is self-care 
on a daily aspect, meaning what do you need today? And I wrote that down, like how does self-care look for me today in this moment? Is it a nap? Is it I need to go exercise? Is it I need to read a book? Is it I need to spend more time with my kids after dinner? So that's one of the things like when it comes to having it all, you got to you got to listen to not only your body, but others and get some examples. Yeah, I've I've done something similar uh, for this year as well. Um, My birthday is early in the year. And so I'd somewhat (laughs) um, kind of plan out the rest of the year, you know, around that. Um, It's in February, but I declared a theme, not just uh, personally, but also professionally in my business and a theme or, you know, a word that we wanted to use was actually focus is actually focus. And so um, I've, I've really been kind of wrapping my head around that in everything I do, you know, focused, and I'll give examples, you know, focused in, in the moment, being present. If I'm recording up a, a podcast, for example, I'm here, that's all I'm focusing on. My mind, you know, is not wandering around like, okay, what's the next meeting coming up? Or what do I have to, to do today? Because I got to pick up Liam from daycare, run home and cook dinner. So like, I'm, it's, it's challenging um, to really have that focus. And so not just in, in the focus in terms of your, you know, thoughts, but also actions, right? And, and the things, because I you know, tend to, and I know a lot of people do as well, you tend to like look for shiny objects and things that are excite you and you may have a hobby. And so um, I found that to be really, really helpful. And I, I, I like, I think the self-care might be my next one, <laughs> next one to explore because you're right. It is such a, it's a, such a big word and it means lots of different things for lots of different people. I think it's going to carry over to 2022. So <laughs> I'm going to have it for two years, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, no one said you have to stick to, you know, to right. for, for whatever period of time. Um, but tell us a little bit about um, how, you know, how did you get started with, with the podcast? I know you have um, a background in the radio and um, yeah, just, I'm just curious. Yeah. So I was in the radio business for a little over 20 years. And when, I mean, podcasting has been around for a while, but I still, I don't know if you feel this way. I mean, it's still new. It's still fairly new in regard to technology and the availability. So it was very easy at the radio station I was at to have the technology and have a little bit of an opportunity to record. Now, let me say as far as how you do it or how you get your podcast out there, we really weren't in that game at that time. I mean, I learned a lot more about podcasting outside of radio than I did in, but I had a beautiful studio I could record mm-hmm. in, not my closet. So anyway, um, when I had my first daughter, she'll be five in September, Um, there were just these things that happened after she was born that I was like, why, why do I feel this way? Why am I thinking this thing? And it just came to this, why are we not talking about these things? I don't understand. Like I wasn't prepared for this. And so I started there thinking, how do I have these conversations? And then it, led to just the creation of two kids in a career. So 
when I was pregnant with my second child and she'll be three in December, um, my boss at the time, we, we talked about it and he was like, all right, you cannot do this podcast until you come back from maternity leave though, because we don't want you to start it and then take a big break. And so that's what happened. It launched May, 2019. And then later that year, my career in December of 2019, um, it ended. And the one thing that I knew I did not want to get rid of was my podcast. And so I made sure that I was able to um, take it and put it out there on my own and continue because I truly believe in the conversations that I'm having that one person will get something out of it, no matter what it is, just one person, at least that's my hope. So that's kind of uh, how the podcast started and has evolved. Yeah, and it's almost like I'm 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 really I relate to that very much as well except that um my son was born in January of 2019 and so um for quite some time I took a little bit of a break, you know, from everything obviously as a new mom, but um I similarly wanted to have um, a platform right or an avenue to have conversations minus obviously finance, financially focused but also as life started to happen to me, right? <laughs> not, it's, and it's just, I don't know, maybe it's the, the phase of the motherhood, right? Not like it didn't happen before, right? Um, I started to look at all of these different aspects and asking questions too, right? Not only how do you have your per- finances perfectly set up and structured and all of that, that's that's fine. We can have that conversation all day long. But there's but there's the everything else that, you know, I want to figure out and, and have um, you know, conversations with other others. So my my question is how how to start like really prioritizing. And I know prioritizing is a funny word um, that a lot of us don't like because there's only so many priorities you can have. But again, if you're trying to have still have a career and you want to spend time with the family, is do we sacrifice somewhere? Um, how do we do it? It's it's hard because back to the self-care talk, I have found myself as I think a lot of women and moms do beating myself up. Um, and literally in like the last couple of weeks. So I'm thinking, okay, self-care, what do I need? What is that going to entail? And I've also had to say, okay, I have a two and a four-year-old and they need every ounce of my being as well. Well, I have been trying to be more active. And so we have, uh, it's called the pro form. It's like a Peloton bike. And I've been trying to just do that at least three days a week. But I have found myself thinking, okay, I am going on that bike. It takes about a half an hour. And then I want more. And so then I'll come upstairs and one of the things that I am trying to be good about doing is growing my faith even more. So I've been trying to read the Bible every day. So then I'll do that. And then I'm like, well, I want more. I want to read my book that I read every night. And so then I start to think, oh my gosh, you're being very selfish. You are taking, and I know it's, when an hour is not a lot of time, but when you're working all day and then you come home 
and you want to be with your family, but you also want to do all the stuff in between. That's been my prioritizing conflict lately because I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I feel selfish and I know someone listening is going to be like, no, that's not selfish, but then it does feel like it is. It does too. And and then you look at the clock and it's 1030 or, <laughs> you know, by the time you're like, when do I have the time, mm-hmm. right? When do I get the time? And I, yeah, similarly, I, I, you know, find myself in these pockets, right? You're like, oh my gosh, where did it go? Right. But then, I mean, I, I wanted to ask you about if you created a self-care routine for yourself, because you talked about doing things or focusing on what's what's your day look like, right? Or what is today your need for self-care? I wouldn't say that I've created a self-care routine, but maybe that is something that I, I should consider. But again, it goes back to what is the day going to look like? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Is it if that day I do need to go for an extra ride on the bike or maybe spend more time with the book or maybe take a long shower. I don't know. So that's, that's a really, maybe my routine is that I know what those things are that I need. Yeah. I I, I think it might be that too, because even though, and being a mom, it's just like, it's still, my son is two and a half. You just turned two and a half. I still count months. Okay. I'm one of those crazy moms. No, you're not. (laughs) After the second I had, I finally was like, I I can't do this anymore. I don't know what I'm doing. My brain is gone. (laughs) I I was like, okay, two and a half. And it's just because right now it's such a, there's so many things happening in just like a day. So to me, it's like, okay, I've got to, that's my focus present moment Mm -hmm. or time that I, you know, gave myself mentally. But I find that everything takes so much, so much more time. Like if you're in in your past life before you became a, a mom, like you could get things done so much faster. It's like, I'm always feeling like I'm late or behind. And so even though I may have a perfectly thought through day, right? Like, okay, here's the morning routine or here's the things we do, like drop them off at daycare, come to the office. And then it's just, yes, I'm like always not there or at least, um, looking at the clock. And so I found that at least taking a couple of minutes before I go to bed and reflecting on how the day went and giving myself an opportunity to say my gratitude, maybe it's, it didn't go according to the plan. Right. And, um, and we maybe had a meltdown or dinner wasn't, didn't turn out that well, whatever, at least I'm, I'm, I'm finding some peace in that, that I can go to bed. It may be late working late some nights too, but at least, um, I'm recognizing that, yes, I, I didn't just, you know, run through the minutia of the, you know, of the day and um, I was present, I was focused and here's what I'm grateful for. I'm hoping I can do better next day. So that's, um, that's been helpful for me. Um, and I wanted to, to share that with you guys in case you're like, okay, I, I feel the same way, but what are some of the practical steps? You know, I had, well, I do have it, a gratitude journal and I was filling that out every night. And, and one of the, the greatest tips I ever got about that gratitude journal was it doesn't have to be big, crazy things. You mm-hmm. can say, I was grateful for my coffee today yes. and that I need to get back into it. I need to no matter what, like that has to be a, like you, we can, I cannot go to bed even if I am exhausted until I fill that out. So I think I need to bring that back. 
Yeah. Keep it on your, keep it on your nightstand. That's yep. where like, okay, sometimes you're like, oh my God, I want to hit the bed. I'm, I'm done, but I see it there. And yeah, you're right. It could be simple things. I did do um, longer gratitude, you know, writings previously. And that took some time to take some mental thinking. Cause yes, there's so many easy things like coffee, you know, family, whatever. Right. right? Um, but I mean, if you have time, definitely uh, deeper thinking helps you, um, you know, get to that, you know, root of all of it. Um, I'm also wondering because, um, you know, in lieu of all the time we have, spare time we have in the world, um, how do we, <laughs> how do we really, um, as women, or professional, you know, professional business owners, how do we expand our reach? How do we like connect with other women? Because I, I truly do believe, and I'm starting to see more of it now. And I've done it professionally, right? In my career, I have you know great network and people that do similar things that I do. How do we build that? similar structure, you know, to support us as mothers. Do you have any ideas, any suggestions? Ah, (laughs) great question. I recently interviewed someone. um, She and her husband, they've moved a lot and she has a two-year-old and she, this is what we talked about. We've talked about how important it is to have a community for moms. And Mm -hmm. so one of the things that she told me is that she just started for her locally. It was the YMCA. She would go to the YMCA and she would start noticing the regulars and she is an extrovert. So she was able to just kind of strike up conversations with different women. And I'm not talking, not just women, um, that, were in the same season as her, she met a woman who said, I will be your child's grandma because the, the her mom, she's not, her mom's not there. And so she said, I'll love up on your child, like a grandma. And you know, our kids need grandmas. They love their grandmas. And so <laughs> it, she, she was really big into making sure that she was also aware of her surroundings. Like, let's say she would go to Target every Tuesday just to get out of the house. And she said she actually noticed there was another woman who was doing the same thing and she picked up on it and then struck up a conversation. So I I do think that there are ways online that you can find community, but really look at your surroundings. I mean, she taught me that. She taught me to just wherever you frequent a lot, more than likely there's going to be people that are in your season of life or your stage of life, whatever you want to call it. They're right there. That's the built-in community. Yeah, that's true. And I, I, I'm sure we're all eager for, for this pandemic to be over so that we can, uh, resume all the normal activities because our daycare isn't allowing the parents to go in, but they did tell us that in August, I'm like, yes, okay. Cause you're like wearing a mask, you drop your kid at the door and you're like, off you go. And yeah, you can't, don't recognize anybody. And so, yes, I'm excited for that. Cause I'm sure like, I would love to talk to parents um, whose kids are in the same group as my right. son. Like, okay, these kids spend like eight hours a day together. They have so, you have created such a big bond that we don't like barely know each other. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, I wanted to like kind of transition to this next phase. So, you know, I have, I only have one child, but what do you, you know, what if you want to expand your family, right? Cause you're thinking about, again, go back to our original big question is how to have it all. Maybe you want to have a big family, right. And in, in, on the top of everything. So how do you, how do you 
create that space in your life. Um, I know for some it happens. It just happens, but others really put a lot of thought into planning and um, and designing. So I think about like the woman I just talked about. If you don't have help, I just, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. And all the single moms, I am so fortunate that my parents are here and my husband's parents are here and we do have help from them. And I'm also very aware though, that I don't want to ever take advantage of their time. So the help situation, I feel like I am not a good person. I mean, I've, I've been told so many times like, Jill, you're so fortunate that you have family here to help you out and friends. And so I, I don't know how difficult that would be for someone that doesn't have any of that. Um, I know that there's some cool stuff that's happening in, in like different cities. We have one called um, STL sitter and she is actually the owner of it. She is trying to create hubs in different um, cities Mm -hmm. to where you do feel super comfortable with whoever is coming over to watch your kid. Because I mean, times have changed. I would not, and there's nothing wrong with this. Please don't take this the wrong way. But I, I don't think that I could just go down the street and meet a neighbor and just say, okay, watch my kid. Like I need to know a little bit more. And so something like that, to have that opportunity, um, you know, and even like you said, with, with the daycare and with the school to get in with those parents and talk to them too. Um, listen, I have two kids and two is enough. <laughs> I, I give lots of respect to those that want to have more kiddos. And um, I've, I've, we've thought about it before and they were like, no, we can't, I, I can't. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So Oh, I feel like I did not really answer your question because I don't know the answer to that. I don't know because I am fortunate with having the the family and friends here. I mean, this is where I'm born and raised. Yeah, it's yes. And true. Not everyone's situation is is that way. Um, but still, I think at the end of the day, looking at, you know, the potential of the opportunities is probably what what you should focus on. I'm in similar situation yet. It's like, I don't really have a great babysitter um, that I can call. So it's like, I am, you know, just like you, like a little nervous. Like I can't. Um, So we end up and we only have one set of parents uh, here with us because my family is on the East coast. So it's like, well, when we really want to go out to dinner with them, we have no babysitter. (laughs) Right. Right. <laughs> we, we don't go out to dinner with them together. If we do, it's a family affair and it's then it's quite different with a two and a half year old. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a challenge, but that's why I'm like, all. that's why I'm asking and like inquiring and really looking for ideas for like, like these networks, right. These connections and um, how do, you know, just, just looking because that's where the answers are. I'm sure it's not just in my local backyard. It's in yours too. Right. Um, because maybe someone does want to have more kids. Um, and, and that's one of the thing, things that's hard. So yeah, it's, it's, 
it's definitely challenging. I love, um, I heard something on your, and I've seen this on your um, Instagram feed, um, a feature that um, I think you call, you call a super mom shout out. Yes. Can you tell more about that? I, it's really intriguing. And um, I, you've been doing a lot of it. So I, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to learn more. Oh, I'm so glad you, you asked, because I think sometimes with my podcast and, and because I'm, so localized and trying to branch that out too, that people think you only have to be in the St. Louis area to receive a super mom shout out. And that's not true at all. So in season four of the podcast, I implemented the super mom shout out. And the reason why I did was I just feel like being a mom can be a very thankless job at times. We are doing so many things, not only for our kiddos, but uh, you know, our families, other families, we're just doing a lot. We're not doing enough for ourselves. And you know what it's like when your child has a meltdown and you're not good enough for them at that time and they don't want you, you feel super defeated. So I wanted moms to know that they're seen and they're supported no matter what they do, that whatever kind of day they had, they are still rocking it. They are a super mom because I know there are multiple times a day that I can be like, I'm not a great mom when I am. Um, So yeah, so we created the super mom shout out where you nominate a super mom and you just tell me where she's from, why you're nominating her and that's it. And so then that would get um, on an episode of the podcast, my podcast, and then also on social media. Well, we added this new layer this past season, season six. I have a woman locally who's just been so supportive of the podcast. Her name is Lisa and her business is Addie's Way. And she does t-shirts and earrings and apparel. And so she came to me one day and she said, I would love to design a super mom shirt for these moms. And I was like, well, what? what's it going to cost me? And she's like, it's not going to cost you anything. I want to contribute. And I was like, wait a minute, is there is seriously, what's the catch? And she's like, no, 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 no. I, I support you and I want to do this. And so now the moms will also get this really cute shirt that Addie's Way has created. So um, it's really exciting. I mean, people can nominate by emailing me, hello at jilldevine.com or on my social media or just going to the website, jilldevine.com. And that's really it. And we get our picture and there's no catch. We just want to say, you rock. You're awesome. You're seen and you're supported. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, I love it. I, I, I'm like, wow. Is that something I can model here too, with with the finances, right? Because my yeah. my whole thing is the money boss. Um, you know, you could be a money boss mom or money boss dad or even money boss kid. So I, yeah, I love it. You're right. We, I think, all of us, right, moms and dads, don't give ourselves enough recognition for all the hard work um, that we do. It's hard yeah. work. It is um, hard work. It is. <laughs> So yeah, it's awesome that you've grown your community that way and other people want to contribute. I think that's that's probably the best that you can get. Um, so I'm excited for, for today's chat. I would love for our listeners uh, to participate in your uh, Supermom shout out. Um, how can everybody stay connected with you, even tune in into your podcast? So like they are listening to your podcast, wherever they like to listen, they can listen to Two Kids in a Career, your favorite podcast platform of your choice. And then again, on 
the website at stilldivine.com. You can pretty much find everything there. Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, they don't make it easy for you, right? Where you can have the same handle for everything. Mm -hmm. Everyone's different. So I always say go to jilldevine.com. You'll be able to find all the information there. And really, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to tell others about my podcast because it is different being on the other side. Um, it's it's really cool to just be able to tell a little bit of my story with you. No, I'm, I'm excited. Thank you so much for coming on. I Like I said earlier, it's these conversations that you, and that's why I'm, that's your reason for doing things, is the conversations you have um, with, with people that you meet and the connections you create. And yeah, it, it kind of grows from there. So thank you so much. It was awesome to have you on. Thank you. Hey, money bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together, but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow system, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting and who likes that budgeting thing anyway. You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Hey, Money Boss, thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.